Welcome back to another episode of Divine Data. Today I'm with Robin Arnott in the forests of Austin, Texas. How are you today, Robin? Good. Thank you, Samantha. Awesome. So Robin has a really cool project that he's been working on for quite some time. It's called Sound Self. Do you want to explain what Sound Self is to yeah, us? Yeah, sure. So I'm a game designer and have been for years and I had this insight almost a decade ago now that um, so video games bring you into trances and I just had this insight. Um, it was shortly after my first oneness experience where I realized you could use a video game's trance to pull a person into a deep state of stillness and help them help them see through the um, illusion of separateness that we carry. Just like meditation. I think of meditation as a game. It is a game. It's a set of rules and but the byproduct of playing by those set of rules is that you shift into a state where the normal fluctuations of your mind are uh, less shiny and you can just feel um, a deeper quality of truth. So Sound Self is a game that draws a lot more inspiration. You don't have to think about it as a game, you know, like some, some people are like, but I think of it as a game because that's my craft. I'm a game designer. So it's an experience that uses, draws a lot more inspiration from uh, meditation technologies and practices and rituals and the thousands of years of iteration that have been put into how do we transcend the mind. Um, I mean, there are so many practices out there and it takes a lot of those practices and adapts them into the full um, technological sophistication and power that is available, the trance-inducing power that's available in video games. So it starts with your voice. Um, it was inspired by group ohms. So you tone. Wait, oh, let's just tone together. You want to do that for a moment? Let's do it. So I'll tell you that what you, you keep toning for a moment and I'll just speak for a bit. So when you're toning, you're stimulating the vagus nerve. And th this is a uh, Obviously, there's so much that's going on, and, and it's cool to see science kind of beginning to catch up with with the, the spiritual wisdom. So, to speak in those terms, you're stimulating the vagus nerve, which activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which slows you down. And speaking in more um, spiritual terms, you're really bringing your attention to your body, surrendering into a slower breath cycle, which allows you to let go of aspects of yourself. I find chanting to be incredibly powerful. So Sound Self takes that loop, chanting, and combines it with an audiovisual feedback system that's listening to your voice constantly and responding to you, encouraging you to tone and breathe, to help pull you into a, um, how do I even describe it? Um, a unitive state of consciousness. And so I've been working on this for about eight years and we're finding people, uh, so, um, we call it a technodelic because it's a technological psychedelic and psychedelics obviously are There's so much to describe what that experience is But I was specifically targeting the unit of consciousness aspect of what a psychedelic can do to a person and We find with sound self it can induce unitive states of consciousness with similar reliability to psilocybin And that's just with a computer and a microphone and a pair of headphones in a dark room That's incredible. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty cool so I got to experience Sound Self, what was it, two years ago for the first time yeah. at Voice and Exit, mm -hmm. which is now Future Frontiers. So you got to see a sneak preview of it, because it only just came out. Yeah, I just got right in, got right in, right when it was beginning. I got to have a little taste of it, and it was one of the 
more transformative experiences that I've had in such a short period of time that had, you know, no psychedelics, no like breath work necessarily done with it. It was very um, simplistic and complex. It's, it's, it's exactly at it. The it's same simple time. and complex. <laughs> Um, and it's really beautiful because it allows you to also realize how healing your own instrument mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. um, and furthermore, for me as a person who I grew up around, I had a lot of guy friends, right? So we played a lot of video games, but there was a, a point in which I would be at their house and I would be like, why am I hanging out with you guys? You're not here. No one is here. This isn't connective anymore. You're more connected to this random person that you're murking on some video game. And why are we so violent? And so I stepped away from gaming completely. Yep. I didn't, I couldn't agree with the culture anymore because I didn't know what benefits it was bringing to people. And mm -hmm. to see someone who's, you know, been in the gaming world, who's a creator in the gaming world, use this for, you know, expanding our consciousness for healing purposes. It's really magnificent. And I think that um, will be a nice thing for the the gaming world to um, start shifting into. I totally agree. And so to me, I see this as a Trojan horse for some deeper values for gaming. Now there's people like probably the people listening to this and tuning into this who are already tuned into a lot of this. Um, but what I see with gamers is um, um, low hanging fruit for uh, consciousness development because these are people, I think the, the, the thing that unifies gamers is that they're interested in um, having experiences, novel experiences that take them somewhere. And the thing is, once you have a real experience of depth and presence, it's the most entertaining thing ever. And we, we don't talk about it in those terms, you know, because those terms become kind of shallow. But, um, but, but once you have that experience, it's, it's, I know so many people who, who once you begin to get a taste of it, that first taste, um, you get drawn into practices and so on. And it's not really just about chasing the peaks, although I think that's a, a, a certainly a, a phase of it. It's about developing something and about um, uh, tuning your body to um, a higher frequency. So gamers are looking for exactly that. They're just not using that language. And so to me, using the, the language of a video game to provide an uh, altered state, um, altered state, gives this experience, uh, gives that experience of transformation, um, makes it available to a lot more people. And also, frankly, makes the, the practices that we use to reach those states and to develop our consciousness much more um, available and playful, um, especially for people who haven't had those experiences before. Now, I think like sound self, for people who are psychonauts and who are already meditating and so on, sound self is like a piece of entertainment that's like made for you. Um, but for people who have not been introduced to that, it's it's a wonderful introduction because it can just pull you there without without needing you to develop your discipline. Exactly, and I think a lot of people have a hard time um, even considering meditation because they're like, shut it's my hard. shut my thoughts off. Yeah. I have to just sit there and, and. I get it. I get it. I get it too. Yeah. I I struggle. I know that. I mean, I'm human, and look, I I'm a meditation guide I, I i teach yoga i'm super in that world but i'm also human and i also sometimes struggle to keep up mm -hmm. with that discipline to find the time to do it but then when we are like oh it's a game it's 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 like this is going to bring us into an altered state already but oh wait this is completely different than any other video game i've ever played because it's it's 
geared towards that healing. It's geared towards Absolutely. that expansion. Absolutely. It's amazing. Um, and I think that we need to be able to um, find more discipline in um, even our like gaming practices. I think um, a culture where we, we compartmentalize things we do for joy from things we do for to take care of ourselves that shows a wound in the culture you know if you if you think about um where our souls belong and there's so much and i'm not i'm not here to like rail on our culture there's many beautiful beautiful things about our culture but we're all here to do healing work for ourselves and for the whole of humanity and part of that includes healing our culture and and i just see where you see a schism like that it indicates a place where there's opportunity for deeper healing now why do we think of, or why do many of us think of something we do for fun as being separate from some, something we do for healing? I mean, in our, um, to put it most, um, I guess, clearly, it's the difference between um, um, entertainment, and what comes to mind for that might be like watching sports or um, playing a video game or something, versus what you do for, for healing. And in our Western culture, that healing looks like going to a sterile environment with an expert who's going to tell you about your body mm -hmm. in 15 minutes and shame you into some some um, uh, rigmarole that uh, uses some pharmaceutical or something. It, it, it's totally disjointed. Totally. And it doesn't, it, it works in certain instances, but like there is something here that isn't working. So to me, it's about like, like, oh man, um, everybody I know, um, can think of a work of art that has transformed them. And very few people I know can think of a pharmaceutical intervention that has transformed them. Right. Um, but we don't think about art as being doing the serious healing work when when I think it, it profoundly is. Oh, it profoundly is. I mean, dancing is dancing, healing. Yeah. I mean, I picked up a paintbrush after years of not painting, saying I couldn't paint anymore. I mean, who can't paint, yeah. first of all? That's just a lie. And who can't dance? Everybody can dance. Just wiggle mm -hmm. your body. That movement, this is dancing, you know? Like, And that's what energy is. Energy and motion. Emotion. And like, it's what, that's what emotion is. And that's what we need to be able to understand is that they can come hand in hand and that's not only can they but they have they to. have to they have to and i think that you know i know a lot of parents who i'm not even a parent but i have parents come and ask me like oh i don't know what to do with my kid you know they don't even pay attention to me they just want to play on the video games and they say all these mean things to their friends mm -hmm. on the video games mm -hmm. and this and that and i just don't like the culture and um well now we have you know sound self and this opportunity this trojan horse is coming in to show that like we can meld those worlds together we can make it you know, creative and fun and energizing while also doing that deep healing yeah, work. Yeah. Doing, I, I see people come out of Sound Self. I have this one guy, um, uh, which I got on camera, um, but he said he was in such a vulnerable state afterwards that when he realized he was being recorded, he was like, you can't share that. So, um, but he's given me permission to share the audio of it. And he, but uh, I, I wish I could share the video because like he, he was, man, he was, he was in tears and, um, having a real hard time describing his experience and all he could say is like i have one sensation moving through my body and that, that's that i'm vibrating and um i had no idea that this was possible and i haven't felt this level of stillness ever and um and that's something we see like pretty regularly and and to think like so it might be useful to get away from the the game metaphor here or the game uh, narrative here a little bit just because like people have an idea of what game is but but to think like a piece of you know, we even make this um, 
uh, compartmentalization with technology, with electronic technology, as being somehow bad or somehow like like distracting, because it is in many cases, but it's just a tool. And we bring that together with the ancient wisdom, and you have um, an incredible, remarkable gift that's really only possible when you combine the hundreds of years we've put into developing the industrial electronic machine with the thousands and thousands of, and, and maybe longer, you know, who knows how long humans have been practicing introspection and spirituality, you know, at least tens of thousands of years of development of um, lineages of peace. Mm. You merge these things, two, two things together, and you have such a unique gift that's really only possible right now. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a really remarkable time to be alive and to be able to implement, you know, these old ancient philosophies with our new technologies and to be able to like even realize that it's just about how we use these tools. Like mm -hmm. you said, it's it's what we consume, mind, body and soul. So, you know, Instagram can be one of the most like conscious, uplifting and expanding tools if you follow the right people, um, the right people. You know, what does that even mean? Um, but the the people that are on the path that you seek um that's how you can learn and grow yeah and my girlfriend uses instagram to follow people who um uh to use oh, i'm not remembering her name i wish i could but um uh, the, the word is like an expander someone mm -hmm. who is in your field to teach you something and help you grow exactly and and and, and i think that's also a really beautiful obviously it's a networking device you know we get to stay in touch with the people we get to go search through a hashtag and through that hashtag find someone that we may have never found that's all the way across the world but has this wisdom that really resonates with us with our soul's path and yeah. our journey and all of the things um and so i think that it is really just it doesn't even have to be i don't even consider sound self like i mean it's a game but it's also a healing tool and it's also um like this portal to other dimensions, if you will, to then bring you back to that vibration, mm -hmm. that stillness. That's available um, for anyone. That's available for Super anyone. scalable. You don't need to go to a, uh, spend thousands of dollars on a retreat. You don't need to, you know, it's like, it's just the right use of technology. Yeah, you don't have to take a substance because a lot of people think, oh, if I, if I have an ayahuasca experience, then maybe I'll find that stillness. No, you don't even need to do that. And that's what's really important about it. And I think that, you know, we need um, to pay attention to leaders like yourself that are out there and showing the way and shining that light on this accessibility and potentiality to use gaming and social media and all of the technological tools that may be looked at as negative and a really positive healing light. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I like the way you said I really want to heal just the schism. I do it as well. You know, it's like, um, like you mentioned Instagram and my my gut response was like Ugh. like because it's not it's not a tool I've learned how to use so mm -hmm. when I use Instagram Facebook any of these social media I just get like like it, it, it touches the thing in me that is like the the most addictive I see like anything and I want to challenge anyone who's listening to this right now find something that for you seems like obviously outside the domain of spirituality and healing and well-being um, I'll say some low-hanging fruit um, might be social media might be politics um, might be um, here give me some what's one for you what's one for you that like to you is like obviously not good for healing it's a whole domain of human drinking alcohol alcohol, alcohol. Wow. and that's great because like for me I've and I'm glad that you brought that one up because like for me alcohol I 
definitely have a healing relationship with it, which I learned in uh, in grieving. You know, I remember my sister died, and my family and I were drinking together, and being able to be in that that state of drunkenness together helped us grieve. And now I have a relationship with alcohol that's positive and helps me loosen up and helps me like feel myself more. And I don't do it very much because it like like with anything, there's a certain amount. But the point I want to make is like anything that you think like that you compartmentalize into like that's not the thing that we need. It's actually part of what we need because otherwise it wouldn't be here. And I think the work of our generation is integrating the pieces so that the whole can behave with more wisdom. Absolutely. I mean, I think that that's um, beyond just our generation. I think that might be the human experience. I think that that's yeah. like, that's what we're supposed to be doing, you know, lifetime after lifetime is we're expanding the collective consciousness. So all of these pieces are all integral pieces. They wouldn't be here. They wouldn't exist if they weren't. And I'm not even trying to get too spiritual about that, but like we are learning from literally every single thing on this planet. You know, I learned from, um, a cigarette that I smoked even from mm -hmm. because maybe I got it from a person who told me a story that then expanded my consciousness. I don't know. Maybe I'm learning about how to actually take care of my, my body and this thing isn't good for me while I'm doing it. Or maybe with the alcohol, like you have a healing relationship around it and I have a relation that relationship with it that repelled me from ever doing it. But now mm -hmm. we get to like be here as reflections and mirrors of that and be able to say like, well, Hey, like it isn't bad for everybody and it isn't good for everybody. And we get to like learn about all of the different fractals of that mm -hmm. oneness, of that consciousness that we all, I believe came from, you know, I think that in technical terms, we're like from a cloud consciousness and we've all trickled down as different fractals of it to teach each other about all of the different aspects of life, every flavor, every scent, every touch, every feel, everything, you know? And I see, I see myself and my, my work here very much as a, a teacher and healer specifically in the domain of video games and of, of um, that kind of electronic entertainment and, and bringing that together with, with healing wisdom. And my hope is that if, you know, 10 years, 20 years with continued attention to this space, my hope is to bring transformative experiences as we know them into the whole uh, industry and economy and ecology of video games so that like look you were talking about your your parent friends who are like concerned about their kids playing video games like I want um, parents to be excited about the games that they're offering to their children not only for their intellectual development which we see already available with things like Minecraft and not only for their say emotional development which I think is happening to some degree on multiplayer games when they're learning to work together um, but also their spiritual development Totally. I think that that is, um, that's what I am excited about sound self. You know, I was telling you earlier that I was in Costa Rica with my friend Marisa and I hear a commercial on her computer. She's like, come look at this. My friend just showed, and it's a commercial for sound self. And like, it really does excite people. And when I saw it again, because I had never seen any commercials for it, I just experienced it luckily, like at this conference that we met at. And when I saw it out there and I could see how it lit not just my friend up, but relit me up, got me excited about it. Like that's how I can see how it could just trickle out to everyone else and then open, be that Trojan horse, like you're saying, and open these doors for the video gaming world to become a conscious space as well. Because I'm sure that, you know, there's no like 
negative intention behind creating these games and I don't want to look at video gaming as bad because I do think that there's so much you can learn and like um you know like so many kids are so far beyond me like technology wise mm -hmm. just because they grew up with these video games and so if we can also like yeah meld those worlds and really make that a thing like I have a friend who's um she's working on creating a virtual reality game um teaching consciousness mm -hmm. to kids and adults but it's it's supposed to be of all age ranges and if we can you know all work together and continue to create that space in the gaming world I'm all for it. My kids will totally be playing Sound Self and all of the things when they're growing up. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, so is it available? Is it out yes. yet? Yes, How do we out. get it? You can go to soundself.com or if you can remember one more thing, soundself.com slash trial, T-R-I-A-L. And Sound Self is S-O-U-N-D-S-E-L-F. That will, we're offering a free trial to people so you can try it for 48 hours. Make sure it works on your computer, see if it's your cup of tea. And then the experience itself is, uh, um, right now it's uh, $29. Okay, and what kind of setup do you need at home? You just need a computer um, and a microphone and a pair of headphones and a dark room. It's really important to be able to turn off the lights and I recommend making a little bit of a ceremony around it. So make yourself some tea. If you're in a place where it's legal or you have access, smoke a little bit of indica just a little bit will just like and then begin the experience and it's it's um well you know it, it's what it is and i'm happy to uh, offer you know, your viewers a uh, a discount if you come up with a discount code right now we could we could just like make something like that available to them absolutely whatever the website is slash divine data sounds good or however we can do some code for divine data and we, we can, can put that. that in the um, episodes description good. that would be awesome I'll I'm, set that up. thank you I'm sure everyone would appreciate that um, I'm super excited to experience it again and to show more and more people it's um, come a long way since you tried it since you tried it. like so much of what the the core experience was always was there from a very early time which is like okay so once you get in there and you're chanting we could reliably produce a unitive state of consciousness within you know 15 minutes or so but the thing that was difficult from a design perspective was how do we get a person to surrender enough to that to trust the because it's so unlike anything that i think's ever existed in the gaming world or even just on a computer so like how to get a person so we we created this tutorial sequence with a tree and just like the menu experience the whole thing really comes together nicely as a piece and that's that all of that is new since you tried it i'm so excited to see it. i think this is the perfect time too for um it to be coming out and to be coming yeah out. yeah because people a lot of people are stuck at home and a lot of people are this is such a pattern interrupt moment we were just talking about this before coming on such a pattern interrupt moment and um people are um uh, you see kind of two responses and i actually think you see two responses in all of us you know it's not like there's the people who are afraid and there's those people who are taking this as an opportunity i think there's like i know for me there's ways that um fear shows up for me it's not necessarily like fear of what's going on out there so much as like fear of how i'm dealing with my relationships in here and and then there's the the opportunity as well but as far as the opportunity is concerned we're all individually and as a collective forced to take a moment to look at our lives look at our habits and i think it's a really magical moment to like look at our technology and ask can i have a better relationship with this 
my hope is that sound self can be a way not only to give people these transformative experiences with their computer at home, but also through that to open people's minds to what's really possible with a technological um, medium that they might have a, um, um, a difficult relationship with. Like I know when I look at my screen, it doesn't like it, sometimes it feels like it's sucking me. So, mm. so it's like, how can I have a more, a more constructive, beautific relationship with this thing? And that's my hope is that people can, can use this for, to improve their whole relationship with technology. Absolutely. And I think that we do need to um, step away from the evils of technology while we're in this time and space of like where it is what's connecting us. And yeah. it is also... Man, that's been hard for me. I it's mean, true. It's true because but. like, unfortunately, as much as we want to say, like, I don't want to have this much screen time, this and the other thing, like, we're in a time where we need to be on our screens a bit more so that we can connect, so that we can stay... Um, you know, communicating with our and assembling with our people, mm -hmm. so that we can continue thriving personally and creating collectively, and not living in fear. And not living when we in isolate fear. ourselves. It's Absolutely, and we can sit there and we can watch all of the news and we can just like bite our nails and be terrified, or we can try and use this time as a self-healing practice, a way to connect again, a way to connect with our technology in a healthy way. Um, instead of just using it to binge watch shows, which, again, human guilty of having done so, but and it's, it's not necessarily bad. It's not necessarily bad, but if that's the only way where we're using technology yeah. Yeah, and yeah, we're yeah. not finding balance, um, that's when it can get a little bit dangerous. And I, I do, I do. The only fear I'm holding on to is a fear of of our people becoming so closed off yeah. and separated and divided and I carry that too um and 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 using the technology in the negative ways instead of sound self and connecting and learning through you know mediums like Instagram and Twitter and all that because you can find a lot of positivity through it all and so yeah I'm so grateful thank you so much Robin I would love to keep talking. I'm sure we could talk for hours. Let's yeah. do this again some other time. Good. Well, you live here now. I live here moment, now so in Austin for the we moment. We can do another one of these. Yes, for sure. And uh, to remind your viewers, uh, just at the end, it's soundself.com. And the code is going to be Divine Data. All capitals. All Divine capitals. Data. Exactly. Thank you so much. Awesome, dude. Thank you. Woo!